Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In my race, I just needed six more votes per precinct Damn. to have made the difference in the outcome. Um, in presidential elections, we have, you know, close to nine million people voting. In my race for governor, we had eight and a half million people mm. vote. Two and a half million more people mm-hmm. than were expected. Six votes per precinct could have made the difference on the outcome of just that one election. And so for people who want to discount, you know, their vote, whether it counts, their influence, go back to um, Al Gore. He lost the state of Florida by 537 votes in a state of and now 22 million still wondering people. what those damn Yeah, we want to know what happened. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. still wondering about that, right. but you know, we ain't going to get into that. So it makes it makes a difference, man, very literally. Just sure. look at how these things come out, how they turn out. And oftentimes, it's just a few votes different mm. that make the difference between the outcome. I'm a diverse individual. All of this shit is real. Everybody's like, ah, what is it? Is he a family man? Is he a trapper? Is he a ladies man? Well, I'm all of it. All of it. I beat your ass, kiss your girl, and go tuck my kids in. And then I show up and lead a march on the weekend. <laughs> it's all real. Real, real. This is Expeditiously. I am Tilt T.I. Uh-huh. Now, the following experience is not a test. The conversations and stories expressed on this podcast are meant to be an expression of purpose and truth. This show, properly entitled Expeditiously, is a free exchange of ideas and opinions. No judgment, no preconceived beliefs, no fear. You're encouraged to share your thoughts and ask any question as long as it's done with respect. And that's through true love and respect for others that we will change the world and speak truth to power one show at a time. Now, without further ado, this is Expeditiously. I'm Tip T.I. Harris. All right, man, Expeditiously, another episode, man. This is a very important episode, especially for young people. Uh, Millennials will decide the fate of this country in 2020, November. Uh, and, And a lot of you guys do not understand the importance of having your voices be heard, and I just want to kind of flush it out a little bit for you. I feel like it's, you know what I'm saying, it's a priority for me, and it should be for you as well. Uh, so I guess today, a lifelong public servant, the former mayor of Tallahassee and 2018 Florida Democratic <laughs> gubernatorial nominee has been recognized as a champion for everyday people. He inspired millions across Florida and the nation in 2018 when he became Florida's Democratic Party's first African-American nominee, the first African-American nominee for the governor of Florida. Please welcome to the show, Mayor Andrew Gillard. You got it. You got it. What's up, everybody? Good to be with you, Tim. Man, thank you, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I think what I would like to do is I just want to, like, in layman's terms, kind of platform the priorities. Yeah. uh, uh, What should be priorities for young people as they examine and analyze different uh, uh, different options. Yeah, yeah. Well, but first of all, let me say it is good to be with you, and I'm extremely proud of you on so many levels, but particularly um, this platform where you are using your following, your celebrity, but also exercising your extremely keen political intelligence to bring more people toward, um, frankly, uh, where the decisions are made. A lot yeah, of people discount where the, the, the power of politics and the involvement there right. is something I ran up against when I ran for governor of Florida. But, you know, I 
most voters approach voting from their own lived experience, their own perspective. And unfortunately for too many folks in our community, um, if we had to approach politics from our own lived experience and perspective, Mm -hmm. many of us would choose not to participate. Mm. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that you've seen election after election after election, but things don't change in your neighborhood. The street never gets paved. That makes sense. Um, you know, mama was poor. Grandmama was poor. Mm-hmm. You're living in poverty and you're not sure what's going to be the way forward. Or maybe you're a young voter right. and you're extremely, um, you know, how do you say you're 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 unapologetic about the things that you want to see change. That's right. But it seems like every candidate who comes before you, the people who are in front of you aren't offering the scale, the size, mm-hmm. the urgency right. um, that is necessary to see the change that you want to see. And so when I'm talking to people about voting, one, we got to be very, very clear about this thing. You know, a lot of people think, well, if I don't vote in the process, then somehow you've harmed the process. <laughs> the truth is that somebody's going to win. That's right. So whether you choose to vote or not, right. there will be a winner. That's and, right. And I hope that means that we're all going to exercise what we know is required, which is enough maturity to say, all right, you may not be a perfect candidate, right. but you're the closest to the vision that I see for myself and for the future. And therefore I'm going to get in there, get in the process, participate, vote, and then hold you accountable on the back end. Right. on. I don't think there can ever be a perfect candidate. I I certainly have never voted for a perfect candidate. You know what I mean? Uh, But I do know that, uh, Going about things the way you always have will only get you things that you've already received. Gotten. That's right. You know, That's right. in order to have something different, you must do something different. Totally. Uh, and and we have notoriously sat out of elections yep. all all but for the 2008 presidential uh, uh, elections uh, where Barack Obama became the 44th president. Yep. Yep. And um, as you've already pointed out to this generation, 18 to 35 year olds, mm-hmm. for the first time in the history of this country, right. will be the largest voting block that there is. They will outnumber right. baby boomers for the first time. Man, that is that's, that's tremendous power, right? It is. So if you carry that much power. Um, Swinging a big stick, young uh, people. There it is. <laughs> you can decide the outcome of an election single handedly. We can swing the narrative of this nation. Our direction. One way or another. Yep. If we dedicate ourselves and commit ourselves to getting up, getting out, going against what is convenient, yep. going against uh, what is expected and show up to the polls the same way we get up and show up for Yeezys, yep. same way we get up and show up for Jordans, yep. same way we get up and show up for a Drake concert. Yep. Yep. You dig yep. what I'm saying? Yep. If we get up and get out there and show up that way. And I want to always point out where it can affect us and how uh, uh, our lives can be altered by this. Yeah. Listen, man, if you're still using one of the big wireless providers of 2019, have you asked yourself, what are you paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, seems like you're being taken advantage of. And it's because they know you'll pay. Trust me, you don't want to go into 2020 spending all that cash when you don't have to. And this is where we introduce you to Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is on 
line. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. Now, I myself have two Mint Mobile phones that my team and I use to communicate and coordinate all of our business plans and endeavors over the course of the week. Now, I got to tell you, the experience was no different than any other carrier. It's great fast coverage, the same as T-Mobile, and all the same features that you're used to. I can talk, text, and surf the web. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes for 4G LTE data. Now, to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash TIP. That's mintmobile.com slash TIP. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash TIP. You ran your campaign. A large portion of it was on uh, marijuana and the legalization of marijuana. Are there any candidates out there that feel like uh, marijuana should be federally legal, legalized? Yeah, I mean, we heard from some of them. So I think Bernie has said it. I heard Kamala say it, you know, during um, a radio interview that she did. Okay. Um, 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 Corey has 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 sort of, you know, been a Cory Booker. That is Uh is, the, the space is moving on this. Right. I mean. What is, I think, gotten a lot of us there, and I've known this from childhood, right? I mean, I had a brother who went off and served time for uh-huh. marijuana sales. We all have um, family. Uh, indeed, yeah, yeah. Uh, but or serious. been a part of it, I said. Well, there it is, other. right? And and that's why I'm proud in my state, we believe in second chances. We that's, passed that's, a law that amazing. let people you know, who have criminal background histories get back into the process after they paid their debt to society and mm-hmm. be able to vote. That's right. But prior to that. Georgia's like that as well. That's right. So yeah. Florida was one of the four remaining states that did not okay. allow that to happen, right? And that's only three states left. There are only three states left. Which states uh, are there? Remaining. So two in the south. Uh, Iowa is one of them. Alabama and I think Mississippi may be the other one. And then Florida was obviously the fourth, which we never belonged in that category. And, and you helped make that happen. <laughs> well, I mean, I w- along with a lot of community folks, Desmond Mead, Sheena Mead, mm-hmm. um, Desmond, who's a, a lawyer, but had okay. gotten caught up in that system before, had his rights taken away. Right. You know, Sheena, a powerful advocate, thousands of people around our state decided that we were going to be a state of second chances, that right. people shouldn't be judged forever by their worst day. That's right. That's what grace is. That's what forgiveness is. Absolutely. All of us are entitled to that. So 65% of people in Florida said that they were going to be in favor of it. I believe that marijuana and its legalization, obviously the first form it's taken is medical marijuana. So Absolutely. allowing for, you Just know, the most important, which is the most important use of I, it. I believe that as well, but I would closely align that with the recreational because of frankly how many people are getting caught in the criminal justice system, mm-hmm. losing their liberty, mm-hmm. quite frankly, for the sale of a plant that frankly in its most pure form has more redemptive value then negative value. That's true. And um, especially when compared to other uh, items of recreation like, mar- I mean, excuse me, like uh, nicotine, uh, like alcohol, like alcohol uh, even prescription drugs. Absolutely. I think uh, there, are opioids. Of, there are a lot of other <laughs> things. It's a list of them, a larger list of other things that are legal right now right. that have far more harmful effects for on sure. you than marijuana. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And in this case, marijuana has the added value 
of if regulated and legalized can bring in new tax revenue Absolutely. So for construction, Ed- education. neighborhoods, education, yeah. you name it, right? Yeah. Those are the kinds of changes that you can see if we were to mature our thinking and, again, approach this thing from a very, very, I think, um, holistic mm-hmm. uh, and, and um, modern uh, approach, which right. unfortunately too many states haven't yet. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, I, I agree completely. And I went on record saying that I felt that Bernie Sanders and you as as his running mate uh, for vice president would be a ticket that could beat Trump and Pence. Yeah, my phone rang up on that one, man. <laughs> you, you, you got me credit I ain't had before uh, <laughs> from folks. Well, you deserve you know, it. talking about it. I, I, you know what the truth is, is I think people do want honesty. That's it. Um, they want um uh, people who are going to be authentic. When I got in the race for governor mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, some of my people are here in the studio with us and they'll remember this. I got an email from a reporter who the first thing he did is he he, he script where it came from. Mm. But in it, the title of it said Gillum Gang. And in the substance of it, it had my four older brothers and all of their criminal records. Mm. And his point to me was, before you make this jump into this race, mm-hmm. just a fair warning mm-hmm. that this is what politics in our state looks like today. Right. Gillum gang, so on and so forth. I only share that to say um, I didn't wait for the other side to unload their bad news about me. We leaned into it. And I basically right. said, look, I'm the only non-millionaire running for governor of the state of Florida out of the five candidates on the Democratic side running. Mm-hmm. Um, one of seven kids and the first of my siblings to graduate from high school okay. and the first to graduate from college. And, yes, every one of my older siblings had running with the criminal justice system. But when people in the story there, they lose the shouting moment, which is having been able to grow up in Miami, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 the bottom, the height, like, of the height of the crack era. Oh, for sure. And and where police were camping out on your on your corner, right? Yeah. I mean, you had such a likelihood of being caught up in that system during that day and at that time. But to be able to push through that and mm-hmm. and thankfully to my grandmother's prayers, my mother and father's hard work, my mom was a school bus driver when she didn't do that, she was a presser and the dry cleaners. Right. My dad was a construction worker. My growing up experience was not dissimilar mm-hmm. from a lot of people in, in my state and quite frankly, a lot of people in this country. Right. But we're often told with that background that you're not pedigree. You mm-hmm. didn't come from the right background, the right makeup to be able to be governor of the third largest state in America. Why not? And certainly not president. Well, I mean, you ain't got the complexion for the connection. Well, you know, that, that's a whole nother, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, that's a that's whole really nother conversation. To you know what I'm saying? Th- there's that. But you know what? Beyond that tip, they're also trying to tell poor working class folks that this game isn't made Stay for in you. Place. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, in fact, that was one of the phrases that were coined after, you know, Stacey and I's defeat in the governor's races was, is that it, this was this was not just racism at play in some cases, but placism. Mm. Like, you know, th- there's a place That's by right. which we expect you. Right. And when you step out of that, there are consequences for stepping out of that. Yeah, I feel I've experienced that. Well, I mean, I, I'll let you speak that. on it. I've experienced <laughs> that, but you know what? At the same time, though, um, with no struggle, there's no progress. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Frederick Douglass said it best. And uh, I welcome adversity because all that doesn't kill me will build me. I totally agree. And I feel like in my life I've made it through the absolute worst, the most horrendous conditions. Mm-hmm. So anything you could throw at me right here, right now today, 
you know what I'm saying? It's it, it, it's gonna slide off a lot easier. Yep, you know I, to- I, mean? I totally agree. But you you know your life experience, your own hard work, building a village, a squad that have had your back, yeah. regardless of what the news of the day may be, they're with you because they know you, right? That's, that's right. Um, and I've got a squad that's very you know that's very very similar. Um, and everybody can't survive. You know, um, you know, the higher you go, the thinner the air. Ain't that the, the truth? The higher you go, the less the oxygen. Sheesh. And some people will get some, uh, you know, some some altitude sickness, and you got to ensure that you you get the right folks I around you. I tell you what, I'd rather take them real short breaths up top than them deep breaths down at the bottom, bottom. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> a, a, a portion it, man. Uh, and you spoke about your base, so let's let, yeah. let's talk about it for a minute, because one of the things that I most admired about you when I had a chance to work with you is your ability to bring people together for a common purpose and mobilize them to bring about change. What do you think it is about you that connects to everyday people? Well, one, I mean, I I don't purport to be anything that I'm I'm not. Right on. Um, I think if you show up as yourself, people aren't looking for perfect. Right. Um, Looking for real. They're looking for real. That's right. Right? And so... If you can, if you can do that, and you can at the same time, my dad used to, it, it, it used to, you know, to, you know, freak my mom out because she would think he would never let us enjoy like the good things when they happen. But mm. my dad's advice when I first got elected, I was twenty three. He says, "Son, never, ever, ever believe the hype." Because if you believe what they say good about you, you'll right. believe what they say bad about you. I have a very And you'll be similar, a slave to the both of them. I have a very similar philosophy. Uh, and it, 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 mm. it, is, it is quite, quite, I'm talking about it, it's quite simple. If you live for the cheers, mm. you will die by the booze. There it is. You see what I'm saying? Same difference. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, Same difference. If, if what people say positive about you, it, it, it makes you feel so cheery and warm inside. Yep. It, then, then. They have that same control over you in an adverse perspective totally when agree. they say negative things. Totally about you. agree, man. Totally so agree. So when people tell me I'm great, I mean, I mean, I'm like, yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah. You know, I, I care more about the people, what they feel, the people around me. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying the people who had actual contact with me, had experiences with me, who've lived life with me. Uh, That's real. Those are the people who I think we should all be most concerned. Totally. About. And that but that's your balancing factor that brings you that, that keeps you connected to what's real. That's right. It keeps you connected to what's honest. I mean, all along the race and the race for governor, while, you know, I was out showing up and thousands of people, crowds and right. you know, campaigning with the president and, and the former president and all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, I walked to my house and I was like, this trash need to go out. That's right. Your kids looking at you. I mean, I they, they, look, there were negative commercials about me on television. They looked at us like, dada, dada. I'm like, no, not dada. That's not, <laughs> that's not dada. That's not me. But, you know, they didn't know the difference. It was, right. you know, it was that. And then it was right back to playing. Like nobody ever, they didn't sit on that. And we never, it didn't allow me to sit in right. that space, good, bad, or in between. Mm-hmm. We just kept it moving. Because at the end of the day, and frankly, the beginning of the day of getting in this whole thing, we had a plan around the change that we wanted to create. There was a pathway for getting there. Sure. And quite frankly, everything else was noise That's on, the right. way, on, the, you know, on the way to getting there. Well, see what we're going to do right now is take a break from the discussion and talk about something everybody has on their mind but doesn't quite like speaking about it. And that's sex. Now, the holiday season is here. And for women out there, that means 
it's cuddling weather. Now, if you're playing your cards right, that might mean you get lucky. Now, but when the time comes for your holiday loving, then you need to make sure you're ready to deliver your package appropriately. Luckily for you, there's no need to worry about performance issues thanks to our friend over at BlueChew.com, okay? BlueChew offer men just like you performance enhancement for the bedroom. At BlueChew.com, you can get the first chewables with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But chewables can work fast. So you can get to the bedroom and turn up ASAP. With the Blue Chew, there's no awkward doctor visit, and they send it to you in a discreet packaging so everybody ain't got to know about your business, you know what I mean? It's time for you to be more confident in the bedroom every time. Now, here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code TIP. Just pay $5 shipping. That's Blue Chew, B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code TIP. Chew it and do it. Yeah, I think I I, I recognize uh, a keen sense of self from like from you. It seems like regardless of what position you may occupy, you know who you are. So Without that God. position, it it won't carry you very far away from totally that. Totally agree, man. Um, and we pray about those things, right? Like absolutely. That's spirits, the focus every day, every day, trying to become. A better me than I was yesterday, yesterday. and not do anything today that would That's make right. me anything other than myself. Totally agree. What are the top three issues that you like to see us focus on as a nation and why? Yeah. So one, I mean, I think we really have to deal with the inequality gap that exists in this country. You know, a lot of people, the president, if he had his way. You know, he'd have us looking at the stock markets up and down every day. But the overwhelming majority of people, their livelihoods are not tethered to what happens on the stock market. They'd be lucky if they have a retirement in the stock market. Most folks are living by the check that they make Mm -hmm. and how far that check is going to take them. And unfortunately, in this country, wages for the better part of 40 years have been flat. Mm. Right. There's very few things that remain flat. The cost of milk ain't flat. Right. The cost of rent ain't flat. Right. The cost of, 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 of your electric utility bill is not flat. Those those costs are all on the ever you know increase. Uh-huh. And we have convinced folks in this country that um, but for, you know, if, if you worked harder, right. you could achieve the American dream. And unfortunately, that is a mirage for most of us. Mm. The truth is, we know people who are working hard every day. My parents got up and worked hard every single day. But if the system is built in such a way where in spite of your hard work, you're never going to earn a wage that's a wage with dignity. That's right. And even if you get that wage, you won't get access to the benefits that come with a job with dignity, health care. Yeah. Right. Uh, th- those are. So the inequality gap is a big deal. And that means we got to raise wages mm-hmm. for regular working folks. Right. I would add to that health care, man. OK. There are far too many people. Um, in this country, working folks who are terrified of getting sick. Right. If they get sick, can't afford to die. They can't afford to get. They can't forget dying. God knows we 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 wish them well in that regard. I've but seen an illness that keeps that. you from work right. means you don't get a paycheck. You don't get a paycheck. You don't pay your bills. You don't pay your bills. You get evicted. Your lights get turned off. Right. Somebody doesn't eat at night, and that's the lived experience for far too many people in this country that we don't talk about. And it's not just poor folks. Working class and middle class families also face that same challenge. So in my opinion, we've we've got to deal with that in a real and a a conscientious way. Mm -hmm. I would add in that man education because I know what it did for me. Right. I know. But for 
the presence of teachers who told me that they thought I was smart and encouraged me to take honors courses and to stay, mm. you know, to stay with it and, and, and set in front of me the belief that I could go to college. God right. knows I didn't have an example of that in my own household. Okay. So it was being able to access that that made a difference. I think, mm. unfortunately, politics does not incentivize elected officials to deal with problems at their root cause. That's right. Right now, politicians are mostly incentivized to deal with things in two-year and four-year cycles because that's when you stand for re-election. Right. So if you can't get it done in two years, if you can't say, I got this thing done, then by and large, you are of no value in the political space. The deeper problem is, is that most of these issues require much more dedicated, committed, long-term commitment in order to see us, you know, frankly, to uh, to the, to the kind of outcomes that we deserve. So if you're dealing with young people in, let's say, youth violence, okay. where young people just don't fall into youth violence, there's been an absence of opportunity That's real. that have put them on a pathway to achieving the success that I think we all want for them and they want for themselves. Mm-hmm. So if you've never seen what that looks like, me telling you I expect great things from you mm. falls hollow because I don't, I'm not exposed to what those great things are. That's what I think those three things are that I feel in, in, in any poverty-stricken area, an uh, underserved area in society, I think these three things can turn it around instantly. Totally uh, uh, a, a more substantial education. Great. Uh, more, uh, greater opportunities. Greater opportunities. Great. And, and more access and exposure. Yeah to things uh those three things that's huge those three things and those three things alone i feel like can like you say can can fill that gap that we have well that you're mentioning of the access um or the exposure to what else right we take for granted how many kids frankly grow up in the same four block radius and kind of camp out in that four block radius Mm. for most of their early life, right? right? I mean, you got folks who live in the shadows of Morehouse and Spelman have never been stepped foot on the campus, right? right? They don't know what's right behind those ivory walls, right? right. Um, the same is true for folks who uh, grow up you know, in 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 Southwest Atlanta, that have made the, never made their way right. uh, to Buckhead to be exposed to the people, talk yeah. to the people, have access to the folks. There's some people in College Park never been to Linux. There it is, right? <laughs> right yeah. there it is, and that's just. Like Linux is the topical. Right. That's like the that that's the shiny object. But what about make the road green, that gets you there? Right. So that's you real. you understand that, and so being able to access and touch, and I'll give you one real example for me because we didn't grow up, you know, in a in a in a, in a household where college was kind of the thing. My dad's advice was if I stayed out of trouble, I could go to the military. Okay. But then there was this show, A Different World. Oh, that came on. That's life. That's life changing. That's Thursday, man. Came, Thursday came night, nine o'clock that's after real. the Cosby show. That's real. The a, a different world was my first exposure to an HBCU. Mm. Had no idea what HBCU was before that point. Okay. And I made up in my mind I was going to Hillman College, and it didn't matter uh, what you know, left, right, what come, what may. I was going to Hillman, and I that was my north star up until the point that I took my SAT mm-hmm. exams. 
and had to fill in where I wanted my scores to be sent. Mm. And that's when I learned that there was no Hillman. Yeah, I was just going to say. Because it was man. Right. So, I was just about to say, where did you find it, out? Yeah, nah. So eventually, I got to visit FAMU, and that became my Hillman. Okay. I'm proud to share, you know, um, alma mater status uh, with Keisha Lensbottom, the mayor of Atlanta. Yeah. Did y'all and go to school at the same we time? We weren't. She was ahead of me, but okay. my wife came on the tail end of her. And they were both deltas from uh, no. uh, uh, from fam, but precious was a delta. So there you have. That's right. And I'm yeah. sorry again for your. Uh, oh, for thank your you, loss. man. I appreciate um, that. Yeah, for that's... sure. But but just being able to see people reflected, right? right? Being able to see folks who look like you, right? Who may have come from your similar circumstance or background, mm-hmm. and when you see their successes, it sort of reshapes in your mind what you think is possible for your own life. Okay, now this is just a reminder for everybody to go to expeditiously.com to get all of your expeditiously merch and. And if you don't know how to spell it, look it up, motherfucker. It's the information age. Expeditiously.com. You ain't even got to make the T.I. capital in the middle, man. But go and get your merch right now, man, because it is available. And I can tell you, you know, with a clear conscience and a pure heart, you buy it, you wear it, you look better. Hey, listen, let me ask you a question. Have you gone online to Expeditiously.com and ordered your Expeditiously merch, which is available right now? Well, if you haven't, I urge you to do so because you're doing a terrible disservice to yourself. Now, as an entrepreneur, I can tell you that it's very important that the products get to the customers as quickly or expeditiously as possible. If that's important to you, like it's important to me and my business, You can get a hassle-free shipping experience when you use Stamps.com. It's one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses like ours. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Office right to your computer. So whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller like myself shipping out T-shirts, hoodies, etc., or even a big business sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all. Now, right now, Expeditiously listeners get a special offer just because I said so that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the home page, and type in T.I. That's Stamps.com. Enter T.I. Where do ideas start? In the shower? On the bus? On vacation? And then once you've had a good idea, what do you do with it? Let it sit alone in your head? Or put it online with GoDaddy for the world to see. Get started with a domain and a website from GoDaddy. All the help and tools you need online. What matters when you start a business is you and your idea, not when you start it. So if you make up your mind and go for it, GoDaddy has all the help and tools you need to bring it online. Start today at GoDaddy.com. Because open, we stand. I know you're not ready for this from the end yet, so expeditiously shall continue. We had a race, you know, our governor's race in Florida, we were expecting about 6.1 million to participate had it kept track with its every four year Mm -hmm. increases. Um, In presidential elections, we have, you know, close to nine million people voting. In my race for governor, we had eight and a half million people Mm. vote, two and a half million more people Mm -hmm. than were expected. Right. So we had, you know, good black people in Florida voted for the first time at their share of the population. Right. A lot of people thought because I won the primary, black people must have been a larger percentage of the electorate. We're only 12 percent in the state of Florida. Right. So but but voting at your strength Put you in much better position to win the election ultimately, man. The, right. the, the, the six votes per precinct could have made the difference in the outcome of just that one election. And so for people who want to discount, you know, their vote, 
whether it counts, their influence. Just think about the number of races that have turned on one, two, three votes. In Virginia, there was a legislative race that could have flipped the balance of Democrats being in control. Mm -hmm. That was a tied, a Mm. literal tie. And the decision had to be made through a tossing of a coin. Damn. Heads or tails is what decided a Democratic majority or a Republican majority. Unfortunately, the Democrat lost in that race and turned the House over Uh. to the Republicans. So these things are insanely close. And in a state like Florida, and and not to harp too bad on my own state, a state like Florida, the last five elections for governor have all been decided by one percentage point. And my race decided by 32,000 votes. The last four races for president, Barack Obama won Florida by one point twice. Donald Trump won the state of Florida by one point. Uh, 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 Go back to um, Al Gore. He lost the state of Florida by 537 votes in a state of and now 22 million still wondering people. where those damn yeah, votes Yeah, we want to know what happened. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. We're still wondering about that. Right. But, you know, we ain't going to get into that. So it makes it makes a difference, man, very literally. Just sure. look at how these things come out, how they turn out. And oftentimes, it's just a few votes different mm. that make the difference between the outcome. And you spoke a lot about Democrat and Republican. And I know that you are, you, you're a Democrat. And I get that. I feel I am a I'm bipartisan. Okay. Um, But there's a lot of talk about, you know, people feeling that black people always have had to be Democrats Mm -hmm. or have been pushed toward that way. Yeah. And away from the Republican Party. And I think that that nudging towards one way it just causes for people to say well i don't want to just do what you tell me to do well i get it and and it causes a knee-jerk reaction to go the opposite direction now i happen to have an understanding of the difference between democratic and republican uh and if i could just kind of this is my understanding and you could tell me if i'm right or wrong yeah it seems to me is uh, Republicans are, hey, man, I'm rich. I got it the way I want it. You're going to have to get yours the best way you know how. Yeah. I don't want to offer any kind of supplements, any kind of, sure. you know, the least amount of assistance I can give poor people, the more I can have on my sure. hand. And Democrats say, hey, listen, man, everybody goes through tough times. We kind of have to put systems in place for people who right. can't do for themselves to at least benefit from the assistance of this great nation yeah. of ours until we find a way to get them on their feet. Well, that, that, that's perfect uh, tip. Actually, I, I need to record that so we can. I mean, let's kind of just so people can layman. understand yeah, the yeah, difference yeah, yeah. That's, between yeah, that's, Democrat and Republican. But, but now, don't mistake, as a rich man, yes. I should be a Republican. Maybe. I mean, but I'm just saying, because, Maybe. Uh, but but of course, there's exceptions to every rule. But what keeps me from being a, 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 a true Republican is, yes, I'm rich. Yes, I want low taxes. And yes, I, I do care about maintaining wealth. However, I also know I won't enjoy that wealth. Yes. If I got to worry about not just me, but yeah. my children and That's family right. members being, you know, right. robbed. And, That's and right. Because poverty brings about crime. Desperation. You know what I'm saying? Poverty brings about desperation, which That's brings right. about crime. That's right. And I have to do something to build systems that could be put in place or at least bring about some form of a change. So my children and grandchildren can grow up in a place where they can be rich and accomplished in peace. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. However, I don't want to overpay taxes. I understand. But I do want to make sure there are some systems put in place. Yes. So 
What do you say to the young people who feel like and another thing is the Democrats, uh, no fault to you, but the Democrats have kind of made, you know, black people the side piece. Hmm. You know, they've kind of like, like, oh, we ain't got to really do nothing for them mm-hmm. because we know they're going to vote with mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. So we just going to count their vote and move on to the people who we feel mm-hmm. like we actually have to be held accountable to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, How mm-hmm. can we hold Democrats accountable yeah. when and if they uh, do ever, you know, accomplish what they yeah. hope to accomplish in their so, so first of all, lo- love your analysis, the breakdown on the on, on the DRPs. I think that's real. I would also say, though, that Democrats are a party of the American dream. We just recognize that the foundation isn't strong enough for every single American to have equal access to that American dream. Right. Wealth is, um, you know, in, in, in the way in which what oftentimes the very wealthy in this country tell themselves about how they got wealth. Many of them inherited it. Right. It was through no fault of their own. It was through the family that they were born into. That's right. And that's oftentimes how wealth is passed and on. And mostly from, off of the backs of slaves that, you know, it, it, put that family in a position. In a position. Hundreds of years ago. For 400 plus years ago, right. without a doubt. And they feel no, they owe no um, respect or responsibility to the fact that right. they, quite frankly, got a leg up. Right? They are culpable. We, they're, they're completely culpable, but they they oftentimes they should tell a be culpable. Story. They don't feel they're culpable. They tell a different story about how they got here. This right. idea of pulling yourself up by the bootstrap, Donald Trump, mm. with a million dollar loan after you failed. That's not pulling yourself up by the bootstrap. Absolutely. Right? Not. So. So most your wealth. Didn't what come what to about the way. man with no boots? Well, there's that. You too. dig what I'm saying? Okay, I pull me, give me a pair of boots. I pull myself up by the bootstraps. Or, or you put me on the same starting line, but the, you, when you push the, the the you know the starting button, I've got 400 years of laps that I've got exactly. to make before I can actually get to to zero. And right? I t- let's take Begin it to with a deficit. Let's take it to because I heard Martin Luther King say this. Let's go with farmers. Yeah. If you want to be a farmer, you're a white man. You could have got grants and you know even land donated to you and machinery and everything for you to become a farmer and for you and by the way, they're still getting subsidies to this day. Yeah, Farmers see, right now subsidation, are some of the big subsidies in, in, in this country. Subsidization doesn't exist for us, seemingly. But but in, in for, for so many cases, we're not even asking for subsidies. So take, for instance, that the fastest growing new businesses in this country are being grown at the hands of black women. Mm. Fastest growing in the country. Do you want to know how much venture capital black women businesses, startups are getting? How much? 0.3% of 1%. Point three tenths of one percent is what black women are getting vis-a-vis access to venture capital. That's that's that's, that's like thirty cents out of uh, out of a dollar. No, right? that's less than that. Now, that's a 30, penny. That's, that's point. Like that's thirty. That's thirty percent of a penny. Of a of a cent. Thirty percent of a penny. Of a cent. Right? Damn. Not even a whole Fast penny. Fast is growing. Thirty percent of a penny. But you got venture capitalists who are turning over backwards to get money into the hands of people with less credentialing. No real experience in many. The only thing they have is relationship, mm. right? And so, and we get this. And that black girl magic they have. Well, they got it. It ain't being unfortunately rewarded with just simple small investments. Fifty thousand here, twenty five thousand right. here. Right. You're giving tens of millions. That's right. For an idea by mm-hmm. a person who hadn't even proven their idea. That's right. Yeah, women, black women, being the fastest growing in this sector, yet. 
are at, you know, they're getting a penance and a penance would be generous in the description of, of, of what they're getting access to. So on the on the Republican side, it isn't just we're for the wealthy. We're also for tilting the scales, the laws toward the well healed and the well connected. Right. Right. So it's one thing to set a foundation for equal access for everybody. That's not what's happening here. Mm-hmm. When 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 Donald Trump pushed through that tax reform. Uh, and and he decreased the impact of regular folks' ability to write off their charitable contributions. Mm. When the fact that Jeff Bezos, the wealthiest man in the world, paid nothing paid in no taxes. taxes. And Walmart paid no taxes. Nothing. And Walmart, by the way, let's go that example, mm-hmm. right? So you have a corporation who has employees that they superficially keep at minimum wage. Mm. So they keep them under 40 hours. Mm-hmm. They keep them under 40 hours part-time work, mm-hmm. yet they work them beyond that all because they don't want to have to pay their health care. Hey, what's going on, man? Let's take a pause in the discussion to talk about Verishop. Now, Verishop is a new online shopping site with the fashionable brands you need for every moment in your life, from women and men's fashion to home decor, beauty and wellness, and they get your purchase to your fast with free one-day shipping and free returns with no membership fee and no minimum purchases required, which means you can even buy a pair of socks with free one-day shipping just to see how you like it. Now, how you love that? Verishop's expert retail team hand selects and sources every single item from more than 300 brands all over the world. So there's no chance of counterfeits or fake goods. Get fashion brands like Vince, Levi's, and Deadwood. Then you can even get home decor brands like Ball and Branch, Staub and Smeg, and beauty and grooming brands like Blind Barber, all in one place with the premium shopping experience you deserve. Now, the holiday season is officially here, and there's a new destination where I be finding the gifts that I need and it's all in one place. Shop Verishop for the fastest free shipping out there and with my promo code, new Verishop customers can take 15% off the first purchase to try it out. Just go to Verishop.com and use my code, T-I-P. That's Verishop, V-E-R-I-S-H-O-P dot com with the code T-I-P for 15% off your first purchase. Exclusions apply. Now go ahead, shop, get your drip together. You're, I can't the, understand that. Well, I can. It's it, it, these folks I mean, want to maximize. I get profits, that, but right? after you've made so much money, like yeah. how much do how much more does Look, it take? We have all read in the Bible about greed and avarice. But right? it's not and even it's, about. It's not about. I don't think it's about profit at that point. At that point, it's about dependence. I believe that. I believe that the system depends on the people having to need it. This system sure. doesn't work if people are independent and if they have everything they need. This system would fall apart. So I feel like there's a, syst- a systemic uh, a strategy yeah. to target people who are on the system to yeah. always need the system, well, who are dependent to always be dependent. And tip, the system also does not work when the scales are so imbalanced that everyday working people who are not earning enough to make ends meet, keep a roof over their head, food right. on, on, on on the table, clothes on their backs. Right. Your point around making sure that folks don't get to a place of desperation and therefore right. you become the target mm-hmm. because they're just trying to eat. That's they're right. With Maslow's hierarchy of needs, food, shelter, security. And when you don't have that, you do what is required in order to get it. Sure. So you the, the reason why the system cannot continue the way that it is is because, one, 
for 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 folks who are working, if you don't have access to health care, you do realize that for those of us who do have access, we are paying for folks to go to an emergency room, mm-hmm. which is accessing the system at the most expensive and least efficient form. That's right. You do realize that if your kids are sitting in a classroom, yet uh, a 30 person classroom, but the other 29 students are not on par with the grade level that the teacher has a responsibility to teach to the lowest common denominator, which means your kid your never gets to excel gets to, absolutely. because the system hasn't prepared the other set of kids to be in the classroom that they're in. That's right. So this whole idea that we're all in this thing together, it's not just a metaphor. It is not just a saying. The system, in order for it to work, we have to bring all of us up to a similar starting line. And if we don't, the system then has to cater to the least common denominator. That's Mm. how it works. In other words, you're only as strong as your weakest link. For sure. And unfortunately, there are too many people at the strongest end of the spectrum that are completely okay with just their kids being the strongest and everybody else being weak. But from a consumer standpoint, for your purposes, you can't sell records if the people can't afford to buy them. Right. Right. You I said records, but I mean, it don't matter. Sure. I mean, this this year is the first year that uh, vinyl has outsold CDs. You know what I mean? Vinyl outsold uh, like other forms, vinyl is the the, the, the greatest hard sale of music. Interesting that that exists right now. So selling records that. is is that's, okay. That's, that's real. It would be but, it would but, be but, advantageous but if, to do but, so. But for all intent and purpose, records is still considered a luxury. That's right. Right. And so if you don't have luxury money, you can't go out, you know, and access that. We're in trouble. Um, and that's why this this the 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 challenges around inequality are so deep. And you can look at it myopically. You can look at it only from the perspective of I have, but the others don't. Right. Uh, but the only way we all get to have is when working people have access to money. Um, um, these tax breaks don't work um, in a large macroeconomic system. Because the truth is, is what keeps our economy going is when working people get access to disposable income, they spend it. Okay. Wealthier people uh-huh. do not spend at the same rates. And when they do spend, they're they largely the spending they on luxury items right. that are oftentimes forgiven right. for tax purposes. Right. So you go and you get a yacht in my state, you get some tax not benefit. Just, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's federal. That too. It's federal. It's federal. Not just in your state. Um, uh, yachts. Luxury items. And planes. That's right. Our tax write-offs. That's right. Jets and yachts. If you owe, if a rich man owes, call it three million in taxes, yep. and he goes to buy a G four for three million for his personal use, he owes no taxes. Nothing. Nothing. Or three million dollar yacht. Doesn't matter. Now the problem is, a person who is an everyday working person. Yep. He can't afford to benefit from that or take all. advantage of that. At all. I myself am shopping for a G4. Okay. Uh, there it is. Now, but, <laughs> but uh, okay, so look, like, I really like that. I want to break it down to people who probably ain't as, as well versed in, in, in politics. Tell me who has the most honest platform and the most sincere, uh, uh, the most sincere desire to fill that gap and help the people who need the most help. That's a hard one. Um, and oh, you tr- don't have to just make it one person. Just yeah, tell so, them, so give I'll, them some people to talk. Throw so, out some names. So I'll just tell you, um, uh, Elizabeth Warren moves me. Um, okay. And one of the things that she said 
on the second debate in Detroit. Okay. Um, and this has become a real point of contention in this in this primary, whether you go moderate or whether you go big and bold. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and a line that I'll never forget is she said, I don't understand how we would spend this much time, energy, and effort trying to become the president in the most powerful country in all the land mm-hmm. just to tell people what's not possible. Mm. Right. People aren't. Uh, if I had to vote on practical, I vote on my everyday life. Right. Right. I, I get to experience practical every single day. I get to experience right. the moderation every single day because whether I want to or not, I'm beat into it anyway, because I don't my choices don't allow me mm-hmm. to think outside of what my current needs are. Mm-hmm. What she's trying to say is like, look, the system has to be dismantled and rebuilt so that it makes room for more of us, for all of us. And right, right now, the system isn't co- constructed that way. I'm, I'm pa- I, I, I am um, inspired by uh, Bernie Sanders and, quite frankly, in some of the ways in which he's causing us to think very, very broadly about right. th- the way things are and how they could be. I, uh, I'm challenged around the whole electability question. I think we got to figure that out. Um, what I do think you mean Kamala by the Harris, electability well, the, I mean, the, 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 the obvious question, which is, is can we um, what is going to be the nominee that can be produced on the Democratic side that has the best opportunity to producing, frankly, the highest number of votes in the key states in which we need them? Mm-hmm. Um, Bernie Sanders supported me early and campaigned for me in Florida. Mm-hmm. I would be challenged based off of what I understand the politics of the state of Florida to be mm. uh, on whether or not Florida is a state that he could carry. And he's not the only one. I think there's some others that might be challenged with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think ours is a, is a critical. But state. would a running mate like you. Well, you see, you, you, you probably think I made that but chose Florida <laughs> for my own benefit. Uh, 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 but 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 we got I mean, that's a that's a real thing. We got to think through that. There are no perfect candidates. So you got to make some. But w- what is for sure mm-hmm. is that you can't sideline. Somebody is going to win. And that's by right. you exactly yourself from the process right. doesn't mean like it's not going to go forward. Right. A now, president will be decided. What's happening, everybody? This is Tip Harris here. Now, we all know the holidays can be stressful. And many times, all of the things that you're dealing with are magnified and between work, family, and everything going on, man, it's hard to find time for yourself. Now, with all that stress, sometimes you need someone to talk to, a non-judgmental ear. That's what Talkspace comes in. Talkspace online therapy makes taking care of your mental health more affordable and convenient than ever before. With Talkspace, you don't have to sit down face-to-face with someone to tell them what you're going through. You can send your therapist unlimited texts, audio, pictures, or video messages from anywhere at any time. Look, I'm busy, and if you anything like me, that doesn't mean that you can't find a therapist to help you through some of those tough times, all right? Now, Talkspace is affordable. One month of therapy on the Talkspace platform costs about the same amount as a single face-to-face session. Best of all, you'll never have to wait a week to share what's on your mind. You can get straight to it. Some bother you today, you can deal with it today. You ain't got to fit yourself on nobody's schedule. Now, we all need help navigating life's ups and downs. Talkspace offers the support you need at an affordable price. My listeners can get $100 off of their first month by using code TIP at Talkspace.com. Match with a therapist at a fraction of the price at Talkspace.com or download the app. That's Talkspace, T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E.com. Make sure to use the code TIP to get $100 off of your first month. That's Talkspace.com. Promo code TIP. 
Now, this is the thing that I see in Bernie Sanders, the reason I spoke about him. Uh, Although, you know, uh, Biden also has a strong he has a strong base, but he has some things to overcome with young people and black people uh, as well. And now you have Bloomberg, who's a 52 plus billionaire. Yeah. And has enough money to kind of, you know, he said he don't need no contribution. He he throwing his own money around. Don't know his platform yet. Don't know what any of his campaign uh, priorities are, but all right. So with Bernie, I feel like he speaks to very in layman's terms to the things that young people care about. That's legalization of marijuana. Not only to legalize, but to be retroactively uh, 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 to to sponge records so you could participate in the marijuana industry legally right right now, which is a billion dollar industry. But most of us who have cultivated this industry and also kind of uh, done the most research uh, (laughs) and proven ourselves to be experts in the area are not able to participate because of our records. That's right. and uh, the forgiveness of student loan debt. Yep. I think those are things that young people care about, and he's speaking directly to totally them. Agree. And I think those are things that every other candidate, if even if they surpass him, yeah. they have to find a way to connect with young people in that way, totally in layman's agree. terms. Yeah. Because so, that's what's going to be important. To you got to tell me how this shit going to affect my life. Yep, Excuse yep, yep, my yep, language. Yep. So, so it's got to be additive, right? Right. The truth is, is a lot of people are saying, oh, well, if we go moderate, we can bring some of those old Trump voters over back over to the Democratic side. And what I try to quickly remind people is. In 2016, six million fewer people voted than in 12. Mm. So you're competing for this smaller piece of the electorate. Instead of getting six million people back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll come back if they're given a reason. They can believe in the candidate. That's what I think is a redeeming value for a candidate like Bernie is that he does pierce through to some of those folks. The question is, is do you get more than you lose? And that's not just for him to answer. That's for any candidate. Do you add more to to the Democratic column than you lose from it. If right. you add more, hey, you, you good with me. If you lose more, then look, we can't win an election that way. That's real. And I again, I want to thank you for coming, taking my your treat, time man. out. My it's treat. been a, it's been an absolute pleasure having you and kind of working, you know, myself through the process of how to pick the best candidate to support and I, I think young people can benefit from it as well. Now, yeah. uh, a tradition here at, at Expeditiously oh, is God. to select a word of the week. A word of the week. Now, I would be remiss not to make this my word of the week. And a word of the week is usually something that uh, speaks to the person, the, the guest here yeah. or the conversation. Yeah. And I'd be remiss not to make this my word of the week since I do not believe in using a word without doing my own due diligence. All right. So this is for anyone else who may have used or heard this word and never really knew what it meant. Gubernatorial. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> gubernatorial is uh, of or relating to a governor. Anything gubernatorial has to go with governors and their governing the same way that anything presidential has to do with presidents. I will now use it in a sentence so uh, uh, other people can go along in their daily life at the at the water cooler and use it like they've known it all their lives. Go ahead. You ain't got to give me no credit. My man. 
Andrew Gilliam needs a vacation after running one hell of a gubernatorial campaign. It's <laughs> a good sentence. You know what I'm saying? That's a good, so I received that. That's I thank you sentence. for that, man. Thank you for your honesty. Of course, brother. Uh, I thank you for your transparency in your campaign. I thank you for your diligence. I thank you for uh, your sincerity uh, and your passion, to, like you say, to, to help those who need to be helped the most. And my last question, what's next? For Andrew Gillum. I will be honest and tell you, I don't think I'm done with uh, electoral politics as a candidate. I'm going to be equally honest in saying I have no idea what that next move may be. But in the meantime, we are registering and committed to registering. And I'd love to get your help at some point over the, over the process in Florida. We're trying to register and reengage a million more voters mm. in time for the 2020 election. There Let's are four and a half million folks eligible to be registered that are not many of them. Tip, I think you could speak to speak to. I think you could motivate. I think you can help us get registered and then turn out. Let's get it. I can't. And man, anything I can do, man, to upset the balance there it is. of of power yep. uh, uh, that has been abused, without a doubt. Uh, anything I can I, I can do to help turn this nation back towards greatness. You yep. know what I'm saying, and away from the supremacist way of thinking Absolutely. uh i am i am eager to do so man again thank you for your time brother my, my treat look forward to doing it again glad to have your expeditiously thanks for listening to expeditiously with me t.i.p don't forget to subscribe to apple podcast and podcast one and rate and review please expeditiously is produced engineered and edited by kc morris Where do ideas start? In the shower? On the bus? On vacation? And then once you've had a good idea, what do you do with it? Let it sit alone in your head? Or put it online with GoDaddy for the world to see? Get started with a domain and a website from GoDaddy. All the helping tools you need online.